Welcome to the Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach. I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, food, and so much more. And we are going to have fun today because today's show is all about the Highland Town Wine Festival. I'm going to taste some homemade wines and I can't say I've tasted a lot of homemade wine, so I'm really excited for that with Celeste Corsaro and Joe Di Pasquale. They're right here in studio. Then we're going to talk to Chris Ames from the Maryland Homebrew about how you can get started making your own wine and taste some of the delicious foods from Di Pasquale's market, which I can smell and see right now. So let's go ahead and get started. The first segment of the show is always the sips of the week, and usually I go out to our wine retailer and pick out bottles of wine from all over the world that I suggest. But because we're going to talk a lot about the Highland Town Wine Festival, which is a place where home winemakers can compete for awards and also you and I can just taste and have fun, we're going to taste homemade wines. Celeste Corsaro and Joe DiPasquale, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Celeste, you are the director of memberships for the Restaurant Association of Maryland, and you've been in the hospitality b- business for many years, 17 plus. Joe, you own Deep Esquale's Marketplace, yes. and but both of you are very involved in the organizing and letting people know about this great festival that's going to take place April 22nd. Tell Correct. us a little bit more about what we can expect. Yes, um, we've been making homemade wine in Highland Town for, for decades. Uh, about 10 years ago, an, out, an out-of-towner guy said, you know, we should celebrate this event because he saw the flurry of activity with the grape crates and me with the forklift going to people's houses and, <laughs> the, you know, the aroma was in the air. So he, sh- he said we should do something about it. So we had this big party, about 50 people, about 10 years ago, nine years ago to be exact. In the, uh, the Pomp, Arlea Pompey courtyard. And it's, uh, it's doubled every year. So we're up to about maybe 1200 people now. And, wow. And, uh, Sunday from 1 to 6 p.m., April 22nd is when the festival is. And people, of course, can go to the, we- the website. And where should they go if they want to buy tickets? It's the, the HighlandTownWineFest.com. And the, uh, you can also purchase tickets at Deep Pasquale's. Um, Mastelloni's Deli and Wine, and the Laughing Pint, which is uh, they're all mm. in, you know right in Highland Town, except for Mastelloni's, of course. But uh, online at uh, www.deepasquales.com. Nice. And email us at musto gusto at <laughs> com. Oh, I like your web address. Okay, so. Homemade wine. Let's taste a little of this. And you guys, I'm going to help you out on that Friday before the festival in judging some of the wines that are submitted. But there's still time. People can enter their homemade wines, right? Yes. Um, Up until Thursday, April 19th. And if they go to the Wine Festival website, they can download all the forms. And can they be from anywhere within Maryland or does it have to be Baltimore City? No, anywhere in Maryland. Uh, The only... The only stipulations are it has to be made from grapes, <laughs> and it has to um, no dandelion wine right, in this no competition. And uh, well, not juice. That's that's one of the things we ran into that people were entering um, already. Uh, it comes in a juice form, which they converted okay. into wine. And um, it has to be this year's 
wine, you know, rather than someone something from a couple of years ago. But, Great. So celebration of the new harvest. Yes. Okay, so we have two wines here that we're going to try, three actually. The first one is a white. Tell me a little bit. It's a Riesling Sauvignon Blanc blend. Yes, uh, Joe Calandro Jr. offered us this wine. Is uh, You're chuckling. Is he a good <laughs> friend of yours? <laughs> yes, they're all good friends of mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Riesling Sauvignon Blanc. So mm-hmm. we've got fruity and some crisp acidity, you know, coming together here. And we're all tasting that right now, right? Yeah, it's uh, obviously these are all going to be young on the young side, but uh, we like it like that. That way, you get the true uh, the true grape. Flavor. And you were saying it's like fresh juice, and it does taste. And mm-hmm. I've you know I've been to wineries where you're able to taste from you know while it's fermenting, and it does have that sit you know just really fresh juice. I mean, you feel like you could uh, on a hot day you could tip back a lot of this. If it's hot, look out. <laughs> And that's what you were saying is a, a bit like these homemade wines. They do are so fresh fruit flavors that it's really easy to love them, but you got to watch out, right? Right. It sneaks up on you. You have to, uh, you can't be drinking it like water. Yes. Which you, which you can do at, at this sweetness level. Right. And then next to that, we have a red that's a Montepulciano. Yes. And, uh, I love this taste really, you know, just easy to love, easy drinking. What are you thinking? Yes, I mean it's. I mean, Same multiple genres. No, this is uh, another friend of mine. <laughs> um, I don't know if he wants me to tell him, but uh, it's uh, Vince Piscopo. Okay, um, friend of mine. But uh, yeah, this is multiple genres. You know, medium bodied style, but um, you know, it's 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 an easier grape to start with. Right, low tannin, kind of right. smooth on the finish. Some nice berry flavors there. And it's really neat that all of these home winemakers get the chance to come together, one, just to get, you know, uh, get some awards, hopefully some of them. But then at the festival itself, will all the winemakers that submitted uh, wines to the competition be there or? Yeah, they're, they're, they will all be there. Now, there's there's some interaction, but a lot of it's hush hush and they, you know, they want to reveal what they do or how they do, especially the winner, you know, and and, and they just... Uh, it's the Italian thing in them. You know, they want to give that give that secret up or whatever. But uh, it's mostly you know a lot of fun and cha- and exchanging ideas and methods and, and right. such. But great. So yeah. if you're an aspiring winemaker, you want to come out to the festival because you'll be able to talk to a lot of these winemakers who've been probably making homemade wines since they were kids with their yeah, parents or grandparents, and they probably know a thing or two, some tricks, right? Right. I mean, the idea we. The idea of this festival also was to be able to, the grandparents should be passing on to their children and the children again to their grandchildren because it is work. There's a lot of work right. involved and, and the elderly folks, um, don't want to take on that labor unless the grandsons or granddaughters are helping them. Are interested. And then that's, it's, it's a, it's a simple learning process and it's an, it's a fun way It's to a learn. tradition. Yes, it is. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but speaking of tradition, your store, Deep Esqualis Marketplace has been around for 95 years. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that and the great foods that you brought us and even some recipes so folks can try to make some of your great stuff at home. All right. We're going to be right back. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach. Each week, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. 